Ladies and gentlemen, Jacobo Talk is back, and I am joined with special guest, Azal, here on the show. A longtime friend of mine, Azal, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you, Jacob, for having me. Uh, it's my second time on the show. And, uh, yeah, it's I'm been a while. To, yeah, it's been like a whole year, I think, but I'm looking forward to all the topics we gotta we got to talk about. So I would like to bring you back on the show more. Uh, would, again, it's just kind of depend on how our schedules are because I know we've been busy as of late. So, again, once, yeah, but again, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Uh, this is the first episode that we're doing since four months. We're a four month hiatus, but we're finally back. Uh, my apologies for this long hiatus. I want to continue. During this four month hiatus, I've realized I've missed something. Like, I just enjoy, you know, doing these podcast shows. I love it. It, it. it makes me happy. So, I'm very happy to be back here on Jacoba Talk, and hopefully, we can bring uh, more episodes towards the future. I would like to bring basketball content into the show here pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, that that's that. And again, I apologize the inconsistency but hopefully we can get back on the track here pretty soon but on today's episode we're gonna basically do a Dallas Cowboys season review and we might spice up some topics here and then in between the show but yeah let's get right into it um I'm gonna start with you uh what give me your thoughts on this post or like on the postseason run or just the season in general for the boys I mean I feel like with like the season that we had with the injury that we suffered in the first game with Dak, I think we held up pretty good. I didn't think uh anyone would have thought that we would have went twelve and five again. And I think uh, I would I don't know like, I was yeah, Go we, ahead, sorry. No no, that's all you bro. What's up? Well I, I was gonna I was gonna say, um I was one of those people at the beginning of the season well in and this is before Dak even got injured, I was like you know, we just traded away Amari Cooper. We didn't do a whole lot in the offseason. My opinion was like, okay, Jerry Jones is basically setting up Mike McCarthy to fail this year. And he, so he can bring in Sean Payton. So he can have an excuse to bring in Sean Payton. And I was totally wrong about that. We ended up being 12-5. and five. Kudos to Mike McCarthy. I think he's a heck of a coach. I don't even mind him as a coach. So... I like McCarthy. He did really good this season, uh, but when that and when that and when that got injured for the first couple of games, it's, remember that week one game? Well, that was, was horrible. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a long season, and then you know it was Cooper Rush, Cooper Mania, as people were calling that. He performed really well, and then Dad came back. You know, Dak Prescott is, is something I want to get into because, like, he didn't – I would you say this, this is probably the worst season of his career, like, just in general? Yeah, I mean, like, for how little time, how many how many games he played and the number of interceptions. Like, he led the league in interceptions, you know, so I think um, – I think he was tied with Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah, he was, man, and he played, like, less games. So that doesn't make sense, you know what I'm saying? I think the thing is, is, like, He's really missing that, like, good quarterback coach or, you know what I'm saying, like, good head coach that will, like, steer him in the right direction. 
because if you look at like the Giants or whatever, you see like what they did with Daniel Jones, they like really made him into like a force to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? Like he started using his legs, like, and I think it's all because of uh, their head coach. What's his name? Uh, Ryan the ball. Ryan Ryan the yeah yeah. So like He's I think like it, yeah. yeah, that's like on the caliber of uh, help or like work we need to put in with Dak. So I don't think the problems with Dak. I think like it's just like the coaching around it. I I agree. I I think the problem was not Mike McCarthy because he was never well. I mean I guess you can put Mike McCarthy at some blame I guess, but I think the main issue what what was going on. I'm I'm gonna go back to 2016 because that was Dak Prescott's best season, like in his whole entire career. That 2016 season, he was an MVP candidate. He won Rookie of the Year. He almost led the Cowboys to a Super Bowl, but he had Tony Romo in his corner, and that he spreads a lot of veteran knowledge, and he probably gave that was he was helping Dak Prescott along the way. And then Tony Romo leaves the next year, and then Dak Prescott hasn't just really been the same. But then Kellen Moore comes in as the offensive coordinator. He does good. Dak Prescott is was very solid his first couple of seasons under Kellen Moore. But this season, you know, I feel like that off our def, def, opposing defenses figured out. Kellen Moore, like, it was just becoming way too predictable. And that's why our offense wasn't as loaded like it was in previous years. Yeah. No, I think, like, Kellen did, like, lack creative play calling towards the end of the the season for sure. Like, definitely that Washington game. I think um, the Washington defensive coordinator used to be on the Broncos. I don't know if you remember last year, but that one Broncos game was like horrendous for us too oh it was the one where we got shut out at home like 30 to 16 something like that right yeah man that's what i'm saying so like i think like there are those matchups that you will see between like you know offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators that sometimes it like works you know what i'm saying but sometimes like you just get like outplayed or outmatched and i think you know kellen moore is good like you know he was promising or whatever but he's still young and like early into his career, I feel like. You think uh, it, it was weird because like Kellen Moore was getting head coaching opportunities. Like last year, he interviewed with Miami. He almost got the job there. He almost got a head coaching gig in Carolina. And then he, I guess the Cowboys and, the, and him agreed that the best thing for the franchise would be the part ways. Now he's on the Los Angeles. Well, he's going to be now yeah. mentoring Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Kellen Moore is a bad, like the a bad coach. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he would be my number one option to bring in as a coordinator. You know, or maybe yeah. he he needs to fix like he needs to change some schemes up. You know, because like for like what was that last play call against the Niners in that? playoff game yeah, that, that was, was like the worst lateral i've ever that was he didn't even get the he didn't, he didn't even get the ball off like yeah, it was it was that bad like i have no idea what kellen moore drew up also in that game against the 49ers we had a couple of penalties that really i believe costed us that game 
like for example, like we we stopped them on like it was like mid fourth quarter, right? We stopped them on like fourth down, and then there was like a like a PI or whole, something crazy. Yeah, defensive pass interference. I think defensive pass interference, fifteen yards. I think it was earlier in the game. I don't remember, but they got get a touchdown in that drive where we could have. McCaffrey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 49ers go on to lose the next week. But I think there was a lot of issues going on with this team. First off, Micah Parsons was the MVP. I think he was the only, I would say him and the offensive line. I thought the offensive line was decent this season. Um, Him, so these are the players that I thought were pretty spectacular this season. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Micah. Had like a Tony, year. Yeah. Tony, Tony, he made the Pro Bowl. He would have been in the Pro Bowl if he didn't uh, get injured than yeah, that. Yeah. When did he get injured than that? Uh, Niners game, is that when he got injured? Yeah, yeah, in the second okay. quarter. Okay, so him, him, Lamb, uh, Vandalash played really well this season. I think he led our team in tackles this year. Mm-hmm. So he played really well. Uh, Parsons is a no-brainer. I'll give kudos to the offensive line. You know, they play good. But everyone else was kind of iffy. For sure. Zeke is one of the... And I want to talk about this one. Zeke is one of those players. Because I don't know if we bring back Ezekiel Elliott. But then again, like, what team is going to take that contract? Yeah. That's what they say. Like, running back years are like dog years. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's really like a lot more years that they've been in the game because, like, those legs start unless you're someone like Saquon Barkley, man. But, like, well, they take the most abuse out of any position, and that's why that, like, running backs are so replaceable because yeah. running backs take the most, they get beat up the most if you really think about it, right? And that they, they tend to get injured the most. And it, once they get that big payday. They are not the same anymore. Zeke, look at Zeke, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. Like, like in these players were dogs in their primes, right? And then, like, Todd Gurley had knee issues. Uh, Zeke has been banged up his whole career. They say every year he's coming into training camp in the best shape of his life. Yeah. But, like, but it just doesn't translate to the field. Yeah. Um. But um, do you think they would make Zeke take a pay cut in order to sign Pollard, maybe make him a franchise running back? So this is what I would – so I was thinking about this the other day, actually, when I wanted to bring back Jacobo Talk, right? I was thinking about what if the Dallas Cowboys made Zeke take a pay cut. For me, it would have to be a significant pay cut for Zeke to stay because the only what the only usage I see Zeke being on this team is a a pass blocker, a run blocker, a pass blocker, or someone you would use at the one yard line. Mm-hmm. Some, he, he's he's still powerful. Like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's not as explosive like when he was with Dallas in the 2016 season. Pollard is a freak of nature. I wouldn't say he's a freak of nature, but he's really dang good, right? If, yeah. But if in order for Zeke to stay, 
he would have to take a significant pay cut. And he, he said he's willing to take a pay cut in order to stay with the Cowboys because he wants to stay with Dallas. So the so my question, he's making 15 mil right now. What do you think his worth is? Honestly, I would say, like, no more than five, you know. I think, like, he should be willing to take, like, at least 50%, if not more, of a pay cut in order to stay with the Cowboys. Because, like, the production, when was the last time he had, like, a 1,000-yard season? Bro, he had a a, a 1,000-yard rushing season, like, the season prior to that, like, in the 2021-2022 season. He had a 1,000 rushing yards, but I don't think he can. We're, like, two years out, right? Like, I think it's been two years. Yeah, but I don't think he came close to that this year. Yeah, not this year. Like, and on, on like average yards per rush or whatever, like he's got like one, maybe two yards. So I'm saying like he's got to earn his money, and he hasn't been. So I think if he wants to stay on the team, just to like you know give Pollard less snaps or something, or like balance it out, because I think that that tandem did work. Oftentimes, it worked. It worked really yeah. well. I we we the more and more we use Pollard. It was and it, it was working, and yeah. I just don't. I just think what we need to do is maybe take some snaps off of Pollard, right? But I would use Pollard way more frequently than Zeke because, again, Pollard is just more explosive. If we were going to run the ball more, run it with Pollard mm-hmm. and use Zeke as a blocker or someone you would use at the one. Yard line or something, because again, Zeke is still beneficial for the for the team, but he's just not in his prime anymore. Yeah, like third and one type thing. Like I guess yeah, put in Zeke, but he can be I like mean, a third down back. Yeah, for sure, and 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 like you need Pollard to be fresh, because like when he hits those home runs, man, like he's going. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going. So that's why he you need Pollard to be rested. I feel like. An- another player that didn't have the uh, we already talked about this earlier, but. The Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, he probably had the worst season of his career. Kellen Moore is gone, and he's off to the Chargers, right? It, as it looks like Mike McCarthy is going to be taking uh, the play calling. I don't think we're going to bring in an offensive coordinator. It looks like Mike McCarthy is going to be calling the plays from now on. Do you think the Dak Prescott problem can be fixed? And, if, and right as of things stand right now, what do the Cowboys need to do for the Dak Prescott problem to be fixed? Because it looks like he doesn't isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I think it is a problem. I think, like, what he really needed, um, which is, unfortunately cannot happen now, is, like, a good coach like Sean Payton or, like, a good quarterback coach like Tony Romo or something to come in and, like, give him that direction, you know? But... I don't know if you heard, but Sean Payton got signed to the Broncos. Early he got season. traded to Denver. That Denver gave him gave like like a first, like two firsts and like a second or something. No, yeah. they gave up a first this year, and then a, uh, they also gave up like a second round pick for next year. So they gave up a lot for Sean Payton. And by the way, we we'll, I might do an episode. We might do an episode next week. Regards to the Super Bowl and whatever, and we'll just go into that. But, no, yeah, I mean, again, I'm 
not the biggest Mike McCarthy hater. The only problem I have with Mike McCarthy is his time management. We talked about this before the show even started. Uh, Mike McCarthy is probably the worst coach when it comes to time management. Everything else I think he's solid at. I do believe that that Prescott problem can be fixed. You just got to... Okay, well, first of all, I've said this numerous times, and everyone has heard me say it, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, he should have never traded Amari Cooper. No, if you, that was like a if, disservice to him. Yeah, if you had the decision to... Uh, so, if you couldn't keep Gallup and Cooper on the same team, fine, I get it. But I would have rather kept Cooper. Because he didn't even do that bad thing, bro. Yeah, and we also lost Cedric, to Cedric Wilson to Miami. And we, we, but we brought in T.Y. Hilton, which I would keep if I were the Dallas Cowboys because he, he's made a couple of cut, clutch plays for us this year. I would even yeah. try to bring in Odell. There's one scenario where I want to talk to you about. And again, we'll, we discussed this right before the show. If you want to fix the Dak Prescott problem, you bring in an elite wide receiver, right? And I again, I'm not saying it, knowing the Cowboys, you know, it's probably not going to happen. But I just want to play out a scenario for you. Mm-hmm. What if the Dallas Cowboys got their hands on Stephon Diggs? Because if you if if you don't if you don't remember in that divisional round against the against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. they play, no the Bengals right? It was against the Bengals. The Bengals this year was against the Bengals, yeah. Yeah, it was the Bengals. Okay, uh, he was very frustrated that he wasn't getting the ball a lot, you know, especially on that last drive. Uh, he wasn't giving like, uh, Stephon Diggs was screaming. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, how he was wide open numerous, numerous times, and he didn't give him the ball, and he was just very frustrated, and he took the Twitter and said some crazy jumbo stuff, and so I, I, I figured, and then oh, this is what I wanted to say, Stefan Diggs left the locker room, like he left like. The stadium before, like, like a team meeting or whatever. Oh, so he left the stadium early. Like, he left immediately after the game. He was that mad. I, like, he left immediately after the game. So that begs the question: Does Stephon Diggs does he might want out? And like, if the Cowboys can maybe try to get on in on it, ideally, yeah, but. I, just I don't think he's paid too much, man. I don't think we have enough cap space, you know. Have we even paid CD? Nah. Yeah. I, I no, think I don't. CD might have another year on this contract. I'm not sure. No, he's got one more year. We haven't even paid him like his. He's still in his rookie deal. Same I think. Yeah. Team, next. Micah's gonna get paid a lot. So. Yeah, like Micah Parsons is definitely one of those players where the Cowboys need to lock onto. Like, yeah. for his entire career. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like the Luka Dantich of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, he, he's just way too valuable to just, like, let go. Yeah. And also, I heard that Trayvon Diggs might be up for a payday here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. 
so free agent, we got some key. So this brings us to a free agent, free agent discussion. Uh, the Cowboys got a lot of free agents. Uh, I'm gonna give you the important ones. Uh, Dalton Schultz, Anthony Brown, Dante Fowler, Leighton Vanderish, Anthony Ball, Jason Peters, Jonathan Hakins, Noah Brown, Cooper Rush, Brett Maher, T.Y. Hilton, and Tony Pollard, and Donovan Wilson. Okay, I'm gonna, okay, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna list the player, and you tell me whether or not they're important enough to bring back, okay? So, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Uh, I think that's like a maybe. Because, like, we have some good, we have some good tight ends. We got Hendershot. We got, um, what's his name? Ferguson, too. Ferguson, yeah. And don't forget, like, these players that we might bring back, we also still have to sign a players like Trayvon Diggs or Micah Parsons, C.D. Lamb. We still got to get those guys locked in, so. But the thing is about Schultz, like, I feel like he's one of Dak's favorite targets. So, I don't know. If you're, like, really looking for a Super Bowl run from Dak, I don't know. You might keep him, so. I wouldn't pay him. I wouldn't pay him big money. I'm just gonna say that right now. I wouldn't pay him big money. He hasn't earned it. Not this year, man. (laughs) You already know my feelings on Anthony Brown. That dude can walk. Get rid of him, bro. uh, That 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 dude can walk. I've said this new in numerous seasons. We this team, the number one team, this team, the number one need that this team needs is secondary, right? Because you got Anthony Brown and Kelvin Joseph just sneaking up the joint back there. And to me, that we can't let that slide. So we got to get second in the draft. If I were the Cowboys, I'd let Anthony Brown walk. And he also mm-hmm. tore his Achilles, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to be even worse. So if I'm the Cowboys, i just let him walk. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Vander Ash. Yeah, yeah. We definitely need a corner on this huge draft yeah. to pair him. To pair him with uh, Diggs. So we definitely need to draft a corner in this year's draft. Uh, Vander Esch is a guy that we need to keep. Because he led, the, not the league, but he led the team in tackles. Like, he was a very important piece of this uh, team. Especially in that Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. He came up really big yeah, with some really good plays. Yeah, for sure. Nah, yeah, keep, keep LB. Anthony Ball's got to go, dude. Anthony Ball. When when we first brought him in, I thought he was going to be a good piece, but he was. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's just for a little bit, but I think he's, he's just not the same anymore. Yeah, Jason Peters, you know, he might be old, but he held up. He held up pretty good. He was very solid for us. Yeah. He's forty, I think, but he held up. You know, if you can try to get him for another, I'm sure he'll take the vet minimum. If you offered it to him, he might accept it. But he was again; he was very solid for us. I enjoyed him this season. Yeah, uh, all those O line shifts, like he was, he came in clutch. And I thought our offensive line was going to be a weakness this season, but it actually wasn't even that bad. So yeah. kudos to that. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, Keep we acquired him from Vegas. He was pretty solid, wasn't he? Yeah, for run stopping, man, that's like that's what we need him for. So, I, I, yeah, I think keep him. Uh, Noah Brown, 
So, actually, no, no, no. Let's do this. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep both of them. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It depends on what Noah Brown, what he thinks he's worth, right? Because he, he is like, he'll have a good game and then he'll have a bad game. Like, he'll, he'll have some clutch moments. And then the next thing, he just completely falls apart the following game, you know? So, would you rather keep T.Y. Hilton or Noah Brown? T.Y. for sure, man. For sure. I think uh, we paid him, like, what, $1 million for, like, the rest we of the season? Give him the vet minimum. That's what we... We give we give him the vet minimum. Yeah, my bad. You cut out, bro. But like, yeah, I think like keep Ty. I think he's good for like that deep threat. He's still pretty fast. You know, people are usually double teaming CD. They'll put like their best guy on MG. So like, you know, what I'm saying like it frees up that, those matchups. And I think the problem with Noah Brown is like, yeah, sometimes like he'll run a route perfect, but like you throw the ball to him and he's got butterfingers. You know what I'm saying? So like. You need someone that can, like, secure that, like, is, like, a sure shot. And I think that's T.Y. I think we need a, especially T.Y. is that veteran. And we need that veteran leadership in there. I say keep T.Y. I I agree. But I would also love to keep Noah Brown. But then again, we do need some better pass-catching options for Dak Prescott. Because we talked about how you fix a Dak Prescott problem, got to get C.D. Lamb a number two wide receiver, like it's a bona fide number two wide receiver because I don't think Gallup is a number two. Nah, he is not. He's not the same, man. After his injuries, he's just not the same. He's just not a two. I think C.D. Lamb, the thing is, like, he proved to be a number one. I think C.D. Lamb is a number one receiver. He proved yeah, this that. This was like his breakout year, I feel like. Because, like, there was no Amari Cooper, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I said it, like, before the season started, I was like, okay, this is the year that Dak Prescott – no, this is the year that C.D. Lamb needs to prove himself that he's the number one wide receiver. That's why I said at the beginning of my – before the beginning of the season, that's what I said, and C.D. Lamb definitely exceeded expectations. So he proved that. Dalton, again, the reason why I say we don't pay Dalton Schultz big money is because I also said Dalton Schultz at the beginning of the season was another guy that needed to step up. And I feel like last season he had a better season than this season. So that's why I wouldn't... I wouldn't pay him big money this season. Uh, I feel like what what the number one goal is for this offseason is to... Get first of all, get Tony Pollard resigned. That's the number one thing we need to do. Uh, get Zeke to take a pay cut. Get Zeke to take a pay cut because if he's not if he's not willing to take a pay cut, I say just get rid of him. Even if you can't find a trade for him, I just say get rid of him because he at the end of the day he's just not worth fifteen mil. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I hope and then comes back. get secondary help. Mm-hmm. In the draft or whatever, and then you get Dak Prescott some valuable, consistent pass catching options. Yeah, like he can utilize. Not for sure. Yeah, I think Tony Pollard and corner help is like the top two priorities of the off season. Yeah. Um, that's gonna wrap things up here. Well, you got anything else to add? Like, I know yeah. Tom Brady retired. 
Oh yeah, today. That, that just happened this morning, so that's that's pretty cool. So, so the so he's finally off into retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, c- congratulations to a successful career, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, you got anything else to add before we wrap things up here? No, nah, man. Just thank you for having me again, and uh, I look forward to coming back on. Sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, again, guys, hopefully we can bring back Jacobo's Hug more consistently. And, and I really enjoy doing these podcasts because, it, again, it makes me happy. So I'm glad we, we were able to bring it back today. And I will see you guys next time. Take care.